What? I'm recording. Me too. Fancy. All right, we got that settled. <laughs> Hi, Reed. Hi, Dad. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. That's good. Here we are. It seems like, it feels yeah. like I just saw you. Yeah, you did just see me. Yeah, I got to visit. Yeah. And now I'm back at my home and you're at your home. Yeah, so we didn't end up doing the in-person podcast idea, but this is good too. Yeah, I think this works out pretty well. And then I get to see you just a couple days after seeing you. Yeah. So how's your week been? It's been pretty good. Um, yeah, just school stuff. How's your week been? It's been pretty it, Actually, it was hard to come back because, as you know, I was traveling and had some work to do and then some visits, and then I got back late on Sunday and then had to go to work and school yeah. and function on Monday. But otherwise, it's That's good. Fun. It's just, you know, it's harder when you have more to do. Yeah. You learn anything in school this week? It's been, this is, we're recording on a Tuesday, so there's not a lot of chance um, to learn. Well, yeah. Um, uh, I haven't had any classes today because the one class I normally have today, um, she gave us a mental health day, which is kind of nice. That's a good thing so, to have, even if it's not, I mean... That counts as learning, I guess. Yeah, I think. that counts. So that's good. Um, and then for my environment sustainability class, I watched a documentary thing um, as homework um, about the Colorado River. And like this guy grew up like having the Colorado River as like part of his ir irrigation system. Um, growing up and then as an adult he was like oh I'm gonna follow it and then by the time he got to Nevada it was gone and that was very sad so yeah yeah <laughs> did you well you just had to watch that on your own it wasn't in class yeah it was homework because you know the Colorado River yes you don't know you know it, but you've that's the that's the river right outside of that we crossed to go into Moab. Oh right. Yeah. That's the river where they put all the uranium tailings right next to the shore. Right oh. along the banks of the Colorado River. That's a horrible idea. And then someone thought, hey, just like you said, that's a horrible idea. We need to clean that up. And that's why every time you drive into Moab from the north, you see this big operation of them scooping dirt, putting it on trains, and trucking it somewhere else. Oh. Well, that's good. So there's an environmental catastrophe. That Yeah, we're learning about um, hydroelectricity and Ooh. dams and stuff and, like, how... Like that source of energy is actually really bad, and yeah, it's 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 so fascinating because when I was in school, like, well, I was in school in Oregon, 
where we had lots of dams on the Colorado and the Columbia River, which is probably yeah. your exemplar. And we were mm -hmm. taught about how wonderful this was because it's like free energy. All you have yeah, to do it is seems be industrial. Like it, would, it seems like it would be this great thing. And like, in a way, it kind of like, yeah, that makes sense. It's this giant thing of water and it has all this power and like we should just use that to our advantage. But then it's not actually environmentally friendly because it's like preventing it's like killing fish and it's drying up all of this water and it's changing landforms and it's and it's yeah they're causing more harm than good in a lot of ways and, and also they're filling the power grid with all of that energy that then like um like wind, wind turbines then all of that energy has nowhere to go because there's not actually energy which is wait which is Explain that again. Um, I don't really get it. So if someone knows more about it, they can email us. That would be a great but, reason to use our contact page at mouthsounds.org. Yeah. Um, but there was this thing we we're talking about in class um, where, um, like, the, at the same time of year that the wind turbines are getting a lot of energy created they're going into the power grid at the same time that the dams are also creating a lot of energy, so there's nowhere to go. Got it. So that source of reusable energy is not actually able to be used or something like that. So because they both peak at the same time, we're not getting all that we could out of either. Yeah. They're redundant. Yeah. Huh. So did they talk at all about draining Lake Powell or, or like there's this movement to get rid of the dam that makes Lake Powell? Um, we didn't talk specifically about Lake Powell, but we looked at um, uh, I'm forgetting the name of it, but like along the Columbia and like how a lot of native lands and stuff are being uh-huh there's like, the dam at the ruined. dalles you see these classic photos yeah we were looking at the dalles and like how that land is totally changed and there used to be like, like 50 years ago there used to be um like it sounded like gunshots with all the salmon uh or not i don't know if it's salmon but all of the fish hitting the water yeah because there were so many and then now there's like no water there or no fish there, so yeah. it's ruined that yeah. culture. Yeah. So yeah. We talked about that in the conference I was at when I was just before I visited you about how so much of indigenous culture in the Pacific Northwest is around salmon and so there's it's not just a loss of salmon, it's which is a big deal, but also a loss of like a whole cultural norm for people that's been a norm for much longer than than our descendants have been on the continent yeah yeah they were just we were just talking about like how it's a like hydroelectricity is like 
a good thing, but then like everything humans do, we just did too much of it, and then now it's a big problem. Right. So. Well, this has been an uplifting conversation so far. <laughs> well, that's that's a lot yeah. to have learned. Yeah. What have you learned? Um. Recently. Well, that like like you like I was saying, you saw me because I was at that conference in Portland, Oregon. I got invited to speak, and um, I learned that people are having a hard time getting back together in this transitionally pandemic world. Mm. Like it was just awkward to have a whole bunch of people show up but not all the people who would have usually shown up at this meeting showed up so it was kind of quiet and then we were doubly quiet because i think we weren't used to being in the same place in big yeah. groups and it felt awkward also as a bunch of science teachers so we're naturally awkward anyway in a lot of cases <laughs> yeah um but then i also learned Besides having to prepare my own thing, which I learned a lot from, I went to some work around, I mean, this is, I guess, the same theme, incidentally, like, um, went to some work done by some educators around climate science and bringing that into classrooms. And I'd always thought that we should let kids be kids in school and not burden them with having to solve a bunch of problems. Yeah. But it turns out that lots of lots of what kids want are like ways to kind of control their own destiny and that actually helps alleviate a lot of anxiety in in students if we actually give them problems around climate science for them to work on yeah and i guess i should have thought of you i should have asked you all along (laughs) because you're all about this yeah. I don't know what I would have thought, I don't know, 10 years ago or something, but. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's still room. I'm I'm grappling with this. I still think a lot of the science that we teach is um, unfortunately like learn this kind of book science or learn this kind of school science that's always been school science that doesn't necessarily draw from a kid's own experience. So I still think we need yeah. to draw more from children's experience and that there's a lot more that we could do with that. And and now I'm also seeing that there's potential for kids to, that, I mean, they're clearly they're flooded with um, experiences and knowledge that that we've changed the world and they would want to do something about that. Yeah. So, so this, this is kind of a new, a new thought for me to put in my head and work on. It's a good thought. Yeah. It's fun. So maybe that's why I'm tired. Probably. Yeah. But anyway, the, uh, I guess we've been learning a lot. Yeah. That's a good Um, thing. And then we, I got to come out and visit you. We did some. (laughs) <laughs> looking for uh, uh, jackets at 
at thrift stores, which we should have known would impossibly would be impossible to find your size. Yeah. Randomly on a rack. And uh, we tried all of them, though. So. We did try all of them, but that was fun to just to do that. And then we had dinner with Grandma and Poppy, mm-hmm. which was good. And, yeah. And then, for the review of the week, we we went on a hike on Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah, which was good too. So the review I wrote it down of the week is our hike in the Tillamook Forest. Uh, I think that's State Forest in Oregon. Yeah. Um, it's the scene so. of the Tillamook Burn, which was, I looked at, looked up more information. It's the scene of a massive wildfire in the 1930s and then other massive wildfires that subsequently burn in following years. So... I think all of that place that we were walking in in the Tillamook Forest was was burnt. It was all old growth and had all burned and you know decades ago. It looked great, so that's good. Yeah, that's the thing about if you don't miss if you don't realize there used to be old growth there, then that second growth looks pretty big. Yeah. Um, I I gather. This was from Wikipedia, so I don't know really what this all was about, but there's some massive reseeding initiative where people would would replant trees in this area. So oh, wow. it was because timber is such a huge industry there, like it's important to have yeah. trees for lots of reasons. And I think people wanted the trees to grow back for lots of reasons. And now it's Force that is, as far as I can tell, kind of set aside. That's good. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's still places where it's being logged, but where we were, it was a nice trail up the uh, Wilson River and the Elk Creek River. Yeah. So that was a delightful walk in the woods. What's your what's your yeah. assessment of walking in the woods next to mossy banks, large trees and rivers? I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. What what did there's you like of, about this hike? Um there's lots of trees and good little baby waterfalls crossing the trail and cute little mushrooms everywhere um yeah it's just nature doing its thing <laughs> it was nice <laughs> yeah it was a pretty uh i'd say iconic western oregon coast range kind of hike yeah except it was sunny so that was a little weird exactly it was shockingly sunny for the last day of october yeah but still damp, mossy, muddy in places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and water just kind of spilling out of the surprisingly steep hillside down into the creek. Yeah, it was steeper than I thought it was going to be, but it was good. 
<laughs> you shrug your shoulders. That doesn't come up on audio. <laughs> that's, that's some good podcast shrugging there. <laughs> yeah, it was. Insert shrug here. It was a continual grade. We gained a couple thousand feet, I think. Yeah. And um, and all of that water, I was like, I keep forgetting that that's all like this hard basalt rock like all that creek bed and all the creeks that we crossed were all these basalt layers oh and then we saw yeah. those trees that were the bank was eroding away underneath them but they were still anchored yeah like there are these trees that like off to the side like above us on the trail um like up the bank from the river um, where these just trees were there and the ground had like collapsed over time, but the trees were just hanging out up there with their roots just sticking out. Um, just very impressive on the yeah. trees part. And when you say tree, like people might think, oh yeah, it's nice that the, the dirt had eroded under the tree. But this was like an 80-year-old tree. Yeah, big Douglas fir thing. Or hemlock, I don't know what it was. Tree. Yeah. We determined we saw both hemlock and Douglas fir and alder. Um, yeah, and more. And what? More. Yeah. Just other trees. Many trees. Many trees were seen. Um, so, um, what was your favorite thing about, about the hike? That seems like such a cliche question, but it seems like the thing to ask. Mm, I don't know. Um, uh, I just, I liked being able to go on a little stroll out of Bag End with my dad. Yeah. <laughs> you said out of Bag End? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Like we were leaving yeah. the Shire. Except there weren't... Yeah. What's the name of the blind, dead spirits? The ring rates? Yeah. They weren't chasing us. No, that was nice. Yeah. But you did point out that those scraped away banks with under the tree roots would have been a good place to hide out. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. If you've seen Lord of the Rings, which probably most people have, that's what the trees looked like of the, where you'd hide from a, from a ring wraith. Just yeah. While they sniff for you. That's good to, <laughs> to scout out. Like, okay, so if some... <laughs> some some dead cursed king on a horseback came riding for me and needed to sniff me out where would I hide it's probably <laughs> the first thing you should look for yeah yeah be on the lookout yeah 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 that was that's a good description of my the feature I liked about it mm -hmm. I got to got to hang out with you and then it was like a like like Samwise and Frodo or 
Han Solo and Chewbacca, but not, but not with a, not at light speed. Yeah, a little I slower. I think I also liked. I was telling you this how, like that's pretty much exactly the landscape that I grew up in, but we didn't go on hikes like that because because we were surrounded by it all the time, and that's just where my dad worked and where we'd go cut firewood or get our Christmas tree or yeah, just go for a weekend a drive to go check on something in the woods. Mm-hmm. So we didn't it's go on hikes. just normal. <laughs> so there's places like that that I just haven't been. Yeah. So that's good to get to get to see those spaces again with uh or to get to see them in a new way i guess yeah yeah um yeah and we didn't have to see anybody for the la for the first half of the hike yeah yeah we didn't see anyone really until we came started coming down yeah we saw one person collecting mushrooms and i think that was it yeah Kind of, and when we say collecting mushrooms, it's pretty much. I mean, I think mushroom collectors are surely wonderful people who you'd want to know, but they're also kind of weird. Yeah. Well, because we're just sitting there eating cheese and crackers in a, the middle of the woods, and then we just hear this. We don't really know, but it's something bipedal, and it's just like coming <laughs> from the the woods above us and then slowly this woman like is slinking down this slope with a bag and a walking stick yeah yeah and not just a slope just, like it's it's a muddy wooded cliff yeah it wasn't the trail she wasn't going fast no and holding the grocery <laughs> bag <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I hope she likes her mushrooms. I yeah, I hope so. Yeah. And then nice people coming up the trail. Like there I mean all those people were nice, but I was just as happy not to have to run into too many people for a while. Yeah. There were some nice dogs. Yeah. Which was dogs good. are nice. Yeah. Okay. They are maybe my favorite hikers. They always seem to have a really good attitude and are just the right combination of cordial in their greeting and and then leave you alone. Yeah. It's perfect. The best kind. Yeah. No small talk. No. No. They just smile at you and then you pat their head and then they leave. It's right. great. This is how this is how more organisms should operate. Just get your head pat, quick greeting. Well, that's all we need. Move on. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I think we can say the Elk Creek Trail and Tulumk Forest. That's a it's a worthy place to visit and spend some time. Yep. And it's not far from where you live. No, it's very close. Yeah. You should you should get your friends to go with you. Yeah, I'll talk them into it. And and no and 
I said that almost a little bit facetiously, but in all sincerity, you should go and scout at other trails so that so that you've seen some that that you want to take can recommend. Yeah. Yeah, I might I'll do some research or something and figure out some good trails to go on. So. Yeah. Or just try one. I mean, what's the worst that could happen besides getting lost and hurt and stranded and die? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. We'll just go. Yeah, just go. Good bring, point. Bring water. <laughs> yeah, that's all you fun. Yeah. Okay. Hiking in the Tillamook Forest. Good idea. Um, yep. Good review. All right. Questions of the week. Okay. Who's going first? I'll go first. Okay. Okay. From me to you, what's the best piece of music ever written? Um, that's, there's a lot of music that's yeah, been yeah, written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can think of off the top <laughs> of your head um, at this moment. Um, lyrically, I have always been a fan of like Dave Matthews band stuff. Mm. Um, I like, um, Black and Bluebird a lot um, by him. Um, it's because I like the words in it, and then I think it's kind of a sweet song. Um, Black and Bluebird by yeah. Dave Matthews. Yeah. There's a line in that song. I'm pretty sure it's that song. I don't know. It's definitely Dave Matthews, but there's a line in it that's like, um, um, from the sidewalk, a dandelion reaches from a crack up to the sky. And I've always really liked that song, yeah. that line. Cause like, yeah, it's just pavement. And then a dandelion just decides to grow, which is cute. That's quite so, nice. Yeah. Okay. That's a perfectly acceptable, good answer to this question. Thanks. Did you did you want to add something else? Mm, no, I'm good. Did you have something in mind when you asked the question? No, that's why I asked it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I sometimes I ask that as a conversation starter with students, um, and and every time I do it, someone like half the people say, "Oh, well, I like lots of kinds of music." Like, no, just just answer the question. Yeah. Just give us something. Yeah, like that question. It might change in the next hour. Right. But yeah, that's why it's fun. Yes, and I think I think your assessment of the best music should change on an hourly or daily or monthly basis. Like that's that's why that's why I think you can always ask the question. Yeah. So. Cool. So I'll hold you to it. Black okay. and Bluebird by Dave Matthews is your favorite piece of music ever and will ever be that way forever. Okay. okay. Yep. All right, your turn. Okay. Um, what is the best cup of coffee or any kind of coffee drink that you've ever had? So the best 
coffee I've ever had is surely a cup of coffee after sleeping in a tent and waking up and even if it's instant coffee sitting outside maybe watching the sunrise with a cup of coffee out in the middle of nowhere that's the best cup of coffee there is hands down I've never had that kind you weren't drinking coffee the last time you went backpacking no I've well, because I don't drink coffee black usually, so I've never had it camping because I haven't trusted that I would like it. It's the best cup of coffee you'll ever have. Okay. I will do that next time. Okay. We now, like, the, the instant is, like, it's, it is not technically objectively as good as a real brewed cup of coffee. But but everything about it is makes it the best cup of coffee you'll ever have. Yeah. And I've brought like a French press into the into camping. We've got a French press with a camper. And one of my first backpacking trips, someone what happened like uh, I'm laughing because this could be really disastrous. We remembered coffee grounds, but whoever was responsible for bringing the coffee filters to the press or whatever, they forgot it. Oh. And so there's all of this deliberation, like, well, what are we going to do? And so there was at one moment a suggestion where we could just just filter it through a sock and then someone thought better Ew. of it. Because you either... <laughs> need to wear that sock or would have already worn that sock or you, you don't need sock filtered coffee so we just made cowboy coffee which is just grounds in the water and then you just try to pour it without too many grounds in your coffee but you always have grounds yeah that also is that that there might be the very best cup of coffee is cowboy coffee brewed in the mountains of a backcountry backpacking trip. Okay. <laughs> that has all the right elements. Sounds. Yeah, a little bit of dirt. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, dirt, grounds, hot. First thing you do when you wake up in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there you go. Yeah. Okay. All right. I will. Yeah, so now now you have to go backpacking. Okay. Okay. It's settled. Yeah. And maybe in the telemetry. Maybe forest. this summer we can have a maybe this summer we can have a, a a review on the trail. Excellent idea. Okay. <laughs> Let's count on it. Okay. Okay. Uh mailbag. We have mail. Yep. Yay. So, uh, from people we definitely do not know. I just came from out of the blue. <laughs> One person just, just gave us random assessments of their experience eating Pringles. <laughs> it seemed to be of little substance. <laughs> um, but we were pleased to hear someone respond, and, and I think they're responding to you just posing the question of suggestion of, of tell us your favorite Pringles 
Yeah. And this person did. And that's all we have to say about it. And then someone else suggested um, that we review something that we disagree on. Okay. Yeah. I think that's an excellent idea. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now we have to think of something we disagree on. Yeah. But also have enough to talk about that would make a good episode. Right. Yeah, we'll have to mold that over. I mean, there's some things that yeah. you like a lot more than I do, or I like a lot more than you do. Yeah. Like, we could talk about, like, bacon. Mm, and you bacon. could say that you like bacon. I could say I don't like bacon, and yeah. then that'd be it. Yeah. We could talk about why <laughs> we like bacon or not like bacon. Yeah. Yeah, that probably won't last a whole episode. <laughs> well, maybe it, probably we've, not. We've, we've talked about less interesting things, probably. I think they're interesting. Yeah. So I do too. So that's good enough for me. Hey, speaking of things that we've reviewed, uh, so the mailbag's closed. Yeah. By the way, that's it. Okay. Um, <laughs> good so stuff. In our third episode, we reviewed Shit's Creek. Yes. Which I think was that was one of my favorite episodes is talking about that show because there was a lot to talk about. Um, yeah. And we agreed that we liked it. But today mm -hmm. in a in a meeting, it was a Zoom meeting, someone whose first name starts with A, she had a necklace that was just like I'm mimicking it in the video, but so people can't but it was a ne it was a necklace with the letter A on a slant. Just like, like Alexis, like Alexis and Schitt's Creek. Aww. And I said, like, I saw this and I, and I, I just, I didn't think anything of it. Cause I knew that, oh, that's just a necklace. And then I thought that's really familiar. And then I realized where it was from. And then I got a little excited and, and then told yeah. this woman that I also wanted a necklace like that. Cause my name also starts with a, that'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, and then you and Anna could get matching ones. Sure. And that'd be Both so for cute. Start with a. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that that also made me think of you in our previous episodes. That's all. That's so, cool. anything else going on this week? Um, I don't know. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. All right. Well, study hard. Okay. Give give it Do your my all. Best. Keep okay. your chin up. <laughs> Thanks. And say hi to all your friends. I will. I think in a future episode we're gonna have a guest reviewer, right? Yeah. All right. Uh that's the hope. I think you just have to. I just actually have to experience the thing. the thing we're going to review. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I will do that. Um, upcoming. There's a teaser. Is it? Yeah, a little sneak preview. Yeah, for both of our listeners. 
<laughs> We've got plans. All right, Reed. It's good talking to you. Good to talk to you too, Dad. Okay, we'll talk to you again soon. Until then, keep your feelings okay. inside. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye.